everybody, and welcome back to the Rogue Agronomy Podcast with Kyle from Stall Agronomy. Today we're going to talk about technology and is cost really your barrier to entry? Uh, this kind of came about with the, uh, somebody I know pretty well. We were talking about um, planter monitors. And the other day we were talking and we just were talking about replacing the current one we have. And um, why why do we need to replace it? I mean, literally the last couple of years, um, I don't know if you know precision planning, they, we still have the Gen 1 monitor. So the, the Gen 1 is, I mean, it's outdated, um, it's way slower than even the Generation 2. And you know, lower memory, you have to have a field view module, which is a separate device just to be able to put your iPad into it. Um, there's a number of things that make a, make a difference. And the, see, the number one thing is the Gen 2 is still somewhat supported. Uh, there's still some support for it and it's much faster, uh, more reliable. Um, you, you name it, it's, it's a better monitor, but it's, it's not necessarily a way more expensive monitor. It's not like we're going to the newest generation three, which, Gen 3 would require us to like update everything basically. Um, our we'd have to go to electric drives and, and hydraulics, and you know, it's just a lot different. It'd, it'd be like a $20,000 upgrade just for a $5,000 monitor. But regardless, we were talking about, um, you know, basically the last two years we've had issues with um, data storage, we've had issues with mostly with the speed. And, and kind of reaction reaction time to how we want to do things. And when you click on a screen, you want to change fields. Um, there's a lot of things that go on there and it just takes forever. And it's not been really good. And literally, uh, we're talking about pulling stuff out of the tractor. I was talking about, hey, you know, maybe for the extra grand or whatever it's going to be, it's, it's, they aren't real hard to find. Um, there's a lot of Gen 2s out that are used. I know of a couple. And it's kind of like, well, let's let's think about upgrading then. You know, if we're having so many issues, um, it's causing so many problems. It's such a pain in the butt for you. We start figuring out how much time we've lost. And, you know, this year when we, we had an issue where it popped up and said we had to delete some old coverage maps. When I delete the old coverage maps, for whatever dumbass reason, <laughs> this thing deleted the 2020 coverage maps that we'd already had. Uh, luckily, everything's backed up on field view, so we're fine. Um, but regardless, this thing's got to go. It's kind of like it's the end of the cycle. It's It's got to go. We got to upgrade. It's just the way it is. You know, it's just making such much, so much of a problem. The thing's 10-year-old technology, 12-year-old technology. It's like running Windows, um, I don't know, Windows XP and you want to do like 4K graphics and all kinds of other stuff that Windows XP is not going to support. So anyway, I say, all right, well, let's, let's talk about, you know, 500,000 bucks to boot or whatever it is going to be. Uh, let's look at changing a monitor. And when we talk about changing the monitor, it's like, man, you guys really like spending my money. It's like, okay, uh, you know, is cost really our barrier to entry here or what what's going on? Because when we start talking about you know, you have huge headaches, you have problems, there is a solution. And the solution isn't really that expensive, at least I don't think so. And <clears throat> this happens, this isn't just us, it's not just me. This happens all across agriculture. There's a lot of guys that, for whatever reason, 
spending money to fix a problem is kind of out of the question. You know, is there's always this pushback. It costs too much. And I think that that happens in everything in agriculture. Um, now, I know financial times aren't great. So don't don't flame me for that. Don't don't try to tell me that I'm an idiot because, you know, guys shouldn't be spending money on anything. Honestly, if it's not in your budget, don't do it. That's fine. I totally get that aspect. But at the same time, even in good times, there are these guys that just have this cost barrier of entry to everything. And I don't think that cost is the real reason. Um, I think it's change. Um, you know, it's, it's changing your ways. It's, it's something new. It's something different. A lot of guys that I would say used to get excited about that stuff aren't as excited. And I, I don't really know what that is. Um, I mean, honestly, in our case, going from a generation one to a generation two, there's almost no improvements other than we don't have to have a field view module. Um, it's a little faster. It's got more storage on it. Not much else is really different. Oh, and that switch in the back is a, a button, not a switch. Yeah, big difference, right? But anyway, it, I think that there is a, a stigma. You know, we, we talk about different stigmas in agriculture. There's This is other stigma where when we aren't comfortable with something or we don't don't quite see the value. I wouldn't say even see the value. Let's just say we're not comfortable with changing. Um, something new could cause other issues. Um, we always talk about being an early adopter. There's always these, um, these startup costs and, and startup headaches. You know, when you get a new combine or you get a new tractor, not a new, okay, financial times, yeah, yell and scream at me, but if you buy a newer tractor or a newer combine or a different monitor, there's always these these uh, learning bump like road bumps where you got to kind of learn new things and you got to uh, you know we're gonna have to recalibrate the combine monitor or we're gonna have to recalibrate the GPS and we're gonna have to learn that there's a button in a different place and you know if you go from a 1086 international to a, a magnum and everything's all of a sudden you don't have to use your left hand to use the hydraulics everything's on the right side. Those kind of things, um, it's kind of different and it's new and you got to learn things and, you know, there's going to be some growing pains attached to it. I think that those things are what really prevents us from doing some new things with technology. It's not necessarily the cost. It's, it's the, the quote unquote headaches of, of getting something new or different. Um, there's this barrier of entry for whatever reason for guys to upgrade. I mean, honestly, there are farms that, you know, the newest monitor comes out, they upgrade. Um, there's guys where the newest software or the newest program or the newest app comes out, they want to use it, they want to see it, they want to play with it. That's kind of usually me. I mean, I, I get a new drone app, I get all excited and, and antsy and I want to go buy a new drone. But at the same time, there are those guys that are like, my Phantom 3 works just great. Well, but it won't run the stand count app that we're using this year or you know, my Phantom 3 is just fine. Uh, everything works great on it. And I go out and they're crashing in the side of a barn because something isn't calibrated correctly on it. Whatever it is, that stuff kind of happens. And it's it's there's a weird thing that happens that keeps people from trying to upgrade to things. To me, when I look at stuff, I look at the, the amount of time we lost. And we lost some data and we lost a bunch of different stuff this year. To me, that 
thousand dollars to upgrade a piece of equipment or a piece of monitor technology is kind of meaningless because you know if we're losing five hours or ten hours of time the middle of spring uh to deal with this we're we're kind of you know how valuable is your time in spring i think guys are tell you what's worth a lot more than a hundred bucks an hour that uh, most people maybe would value their time at or 20 bucks an hour so to me that cost of entry is pretty minimal if we can get a more reliable monitor if we can get a more reliable piece of equipment to me that that makes sense you know we're, we're not losing those hours in in spring that we're having issues with then the inverse of that is guys are going to say well if i upgrade to this i'm going to have to be down for for time in spring or I literally fought a guy this spring that was having some monitor issues on a different place. And it's like, if you would just stop for five minutes, we could fix this. I don't have time. And when we calculated the amount of time he was losing every day, it was way more than five minutes dealing with this issue. Because there was a workaround, but the workaround would take, I don't know, every time he had to do it was about 10 minutes. And he was doing that multiple times a day. You know, you're losing hours and you can't stop for five minutes. And it's the same thing we, we talk about with, with the new app that comes out or a new, you know, maybe there's some place or something you can put your data into and be able to make some decisions and, and utilize all this yield data that we spend a lot of time making sure we get rights. You know, we calibrate monitors. Uh, we pull the data off every year. We store it. We keep it. You know, there's just so many things we can do with that data, but there's a lot of guys that just still want a yield map. And maybe there's something out there that you can work on and, and utilize that data for. And it's the same thing with all this stuff. There, there's time that you could be saved. There's money to make. And we're always focused on that cost. And I, I don't really fully understand it. I, I get, once again, I get that there's some difficult financial times. I, I really understand that. It's going to be tough for guys to make decisions and, and buy things. I, you know, it's happening to me too. I'm not going out and, and spending a ton of money on stuff. I'm kind of holding in reserve, trying to figure out where everything's going to land for next year. And then at that point, maybe we'll, we'll start doing something different. But yeah, I fully get budgeting. But at the same time, there's something that's costing you time and you're, you actually sit down and value your time and figure out, you know, maybe there's that five minute thing that you got to do and it's going to cost you a hundred bucks, but it's going to save you five thousand dollars worth of time that stuff i just don't understand and it's always that happens every farm everywhere i can't stop i gotta go i gotta get this stuff done i can't wait and at the same time it's just like you know i've talked about this before it's it's i can't stop to check my planner i can't stop to do this i can't st you gotta stop <laughs> and it's it's the hardest thing to do it's it's the hardest thing to to take a pause and and stop and look at things. You know, I planted some this year and after about the first 40 acres, I got, you know, I'd say that first 40, I was kind of in the full farmer mode where I can't stop to look back. Um, after that, I was like, all right, I got to get out of the tractor and check everything out. Uh, there's a couple things. I didn't hit rocks or anything, but you know, I made some tight churns with the planter in the ground that I, I was kind of worried about. So I was checking that, um, you know, it was the first day of planting. So I want to make sure all the closing wheels are still spinning freely uh, fertilizer still coming out. We checked all that stuff. So I literally stopped for like 20 minutes, made sure all that stuff was working, got back in, kept planting. Um, but I know there are a lot of guys that just won't make that, make that choice or make that decision to stop. We just can't stop. I don't care. 
And then we get stuck in the middle of the season and we're like, why is row one not have starter on it for the entire farm? Or why is row one spacing so terrible? And why are my shutoffs not working right? And it's like, well, because we wouldn't take the time to sit down and actually calibrate all this stuff. And it's the same thing when we start talking about technology. You know, there's there are guys that are like, I don't want to do auto steer because, you know, it, it's going to cost me money and I don't think I'll get any return from it. And I think every guy that's got auto steer would never want to take it out of the tractor. And it's kind of like, well, all I know is everybody who has it loves it. And everybody who doesn't have it always says that it sucks. <laughs> so whatever. And it's the guys that don't have it have never driven a tractor with auto steer in it. And not saying that everybody should have auto steer, uh, but at the same time, I think that this this cost of our barrier of us for getting into technology, it's more of a mental thing than it is uh, a financial thing or um, or a uh, I don't know a time waster or anything like that where it's going to be more frustration, more headaches. I think in most cases where we go to a newer technology or a newer version or or start out with technology, um, you know, maybe there is some headaches in the beginning, but in the end, the return is usually higher than what the cost of input is. Uh, so honestly, a lot of this is, is a mental thing and I don't know how to fix that sometimes. Um, the only thing I can say is, is give guys the opportunity to touch and feel and be able to do things with it. Um, and try to set it up well in advance. And that doesn't always seem to happen. But, you know, if you're a farmer and you're like, well, I can't afford to do this, I mean, maybe financially you can't. I, I fully understand that. But if if $5,000 isn't going to break your bank, maybe you should look at auto steer. Uh, if, you know, if, um, if there's a program you want to try, but you're just like, I can't afford to, to pay for it, more often than not, there's always some kind of demo. Uh, somebody will be able to walk you through it. And, you know, I mean, there's, there's so many things that are available to you and so many tools. And I mean, I'm not really going to name them and I don't, I'm not going to promote, I'm not promoting any auto steers. I don't really promote the precision planning stuff. It's just what we use. And that's just why I have an example with, I think that it's always worth trying things. I mean, I've got guys that were in their seventies and we put auto steer on the tractor for the first time. I've got guys that were in their seventies and we put field view and all this other stuff in the tractor. And they fully were capable of handling and being able to understand it and use it. And, you know, after the first few days of growing pains, they were right through it and it was great. They loved it. I don't think that financial is our main, our main stopgap in this. I think our main thing is it's a mental thing. Be willing to step outside that box. I always talk about embracing the strange, embracing the weird. It's kind of the way I am. I'm always very different. And I think a lot of guys could take that advice. You know, I think there are people that say one thing, but in their mind, they're like, I really wish I could, but my brain tells me to tell this guy, I don't want to do that. So anyway, be different, try something new. Uh, I think it's, it's always a good thing to be out there trying something different. Um, I've had opportunities in my life and I've never really turned many of them down. Um, it's taken me to different States, to different jobs through, all kinds of different things. And at the time I thought they were kind of meaningless and pointless. And at this point in my career, in my life, everything I've done uh, where I've just taken a chance and did something that I didn't think was really 
it was just a job or whatever. Um, they've all been helpful for me in my life and my career. And I think the same thing goes for technology. I think there's a lot of times where we just are afraid to try something new. And when one thing goes wrong with it, then we want to toss it out. And I really think if you kind of stick with it and, and work with it, I think over time it'll, it'll save you a lot of time and frustration and it'll probably make your life better. Uh, might even save you a lot of money. So anyway, yeah, it's been a different one, a little, little longer one. Uh, but it's just something I kind of noticed and it's something I, I deal with a lot. And I think there's a lot of things we can do to fix that. So hopefully you guys enjoy this one. I'll catch you next time.